Welcome to another edition of Touring the AFC South. I am your host, Mike Patton. If you're tuning in on Spotify, thank you, thank you, thank you. Tuning in on Apple Podcasts, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're tuning in on Google Podcasts, thank you, thank you, thank you. iHeartRadio and wherever you're tuning in, thank you. For another exciting episode, we're tuning in to another exciting episode of Touring the AFC South. I am your host, Mike Patton, and of course, you're in for a special treat today because it is all Duval today. Jacksonville Jaguars talk the entire show. Yes, the entire show. We have Mr. John Reed from the Florida Times Union coming on today to kind of break down the coaching search and what all is going on there. And, but of course, like every show, we're starting off with the rant. You know, of course, you got to get it off your chest. But I got a spe- something special for you today, though. It's not going to be me talking about the rent this week. I have a special guest that is actually from Duval. And, you know, of course, you know, from uh, doing a few PR things here and there is, is you know, doing, doing the thing in the PR game and the right game. And it, it is none other than Miss Carita Parks. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Yes, yes, of course, of course. And I know that you are from Duval. Duval mm-hmm. And I know somebody is not too happy about the Jacksonville Jaguars. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to turn the floor over to you and let you get it off your chest about how you feel about the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. The floor is yours. You know what? I tried to ride with the Jacksonville Jaguars on this coaching search. I stayed quiet. I stepped back and I let it play out. But the moment that they fired Urban Meyer, I wrote an article that said, Shad Khan has to get the next coaching decision right. Because in his tenure, there have not been successful coaches. And with the Urban Meyer debacle, you have to come back strong. I don't see this situation and how this coaching search is being handled as coming back strong whatsoever. You look like the organization and the franchise that thought hiring Urban Meyer was a good idea. Here's my issue. You had a head start on the coaching search. You were able to start interviewing candidates before other teams, before Black Monday. And here we are, Senior Bowl week, upcoming Super Bowl, and there is no head coach. Not only is there no head coach, but we have no clue who the viable candidates are at this point. They have interviewed Doug Peterson. They interviewed Byron Leftwich. And the thing about it is there was so much energy around Byron Leftwich. 
the fans were here for it. And let me tell you, as someone who grew up in Jacksonville, when Byron Leftwich was quarterback, the fans wanted him replaced. So for that city to be so into having Byron Leftwich as their head coach, you know that they think that he is a qualified candidate and they like what they have seen. I don't think it's just because he won a Super Bowl. Players have said he was a leader in the locker room. They have said that he is smart. He knows his football. Not only that, you have Trevor Lawrence, the number one draft pick. And I feel sorry for Trevor that he has to even deal with this. But Byron Leftwich, not only is he a qualified head coaching candidate, but he was a former quarterback. Just think about what he could do for that team, for that quarterback, for that offense, and for the culture. I mean, Jacksonville needs a fresh start. And for me, Byron Leftwich was that. I mean, for the fans to get on board with someone who was actually qualified for the position, how could Sean Khan, how could the front office not see that? How could they ignore that? Let's just say they went into contract negotiations, which I'm assuming they probably did. My understanding and everyone's understanding is that Byron Leftwich wanted to bring in Adrian Wilson as the GM to replace Trent Baalke. So that's another thing. No one in Jacksonville wants Trent Baalke. So much so that they put on clown uniforms and paraphernalia to go to games. And that was their way of standing up against keeping Trent Baalke. Shad Khan should have got rid of everybody. Everybody. This is a chance to start over. And he is missing the mark. How can we be at this point and have no viable candidates? I don't know what the breakdown was for sure in the Byron Leftwich situation. But let's just say they don't find a, a candidate. And they want to go back to Byron Leftwich. I have to think to myself, why would I want to go to this team who passed me by and had to circle back. That's what I would be thinking. At this point, I have no clue what the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing. The understanding is also that there's a lot of coaches that don't want to work with Trent Baalke. So why are you keeping this man around? Fans don't want him. Coaches don't want to work with him. He is severely hindering your ability to get a viable candidate. At this point, whoever Jacksonville gets is going to be leftovers. And that's a shame because this was really an opportunity to get it right. The organization is just looking dysfunctional. They are not representing my hometown well at all. They're laughable. And they're lucky that Brian Flores sued the NFL because that took the spot off, spotlight off of them just a little bit. But trust and believe, it's going to come back around. And when you finally do hire a head coach, what are you going to say? You can't say we got our guy. This is the guy that we wanted. No, it's not. At this point, you are scraping the bottom of the barrel. So stop it. And they're quiet. They're not being transparent, which don't get me wrong. When you go through the coaching searches, organizations don't necessarily talk about who they're bringing in. And they are kind of quiet. But as long as this is taking, oh, something just needs to be said. It's terrible. And I feel bad for the players as well. They said that they wanted someone who's a leader of men. They're invested in this next head coach. 
they felt horrible after the whole Urban Meyer situation. And, you know, I just don't even know if they're going to do right by the players, the fans, or anybody at this point. It's basically who can work with Trent Baalke. And that is not the reason to hire a head coach. So from my perspective, we're looking at a couple more years of continuing to go down the drain and be at the bottom of the AFC South unless he pulls something out of his hat. I just at this point don't know what he could do to make anyone happy. Shah Khan, I am starting to lose just hope in your ability to make good decisions and to really lead this franchise. I mean, we had that one AFC championship run with Jalen Ramsey, Blake Bortles, and that's when the defense was at their height. But we went to that AFC championship game, we came out blazing, and then we took our foot off the gas. So, you know, other than that, there's not many highlights from his tenure as owner. So I will just wrap up by saying that it's a shame that the glory days of the Jacksonville Jaguars have to go all the way back to a Jimmy Smith, a Keenan McCardo, a Fred Taylor, a Mark Brunel. That's how far back we have to go to remember the good days. It's about time for Jacksonville to get it right. You need to get it right. And that's what I got to say about that. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Karita, I thank you for, for coming on and uh, letting Jacksonville know how you really feel about them tonight, today. <laughs> wow. <Yes. laughs> I had a lot more to say than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And uh, just uh Everyone, thank you all for listening in to, of course, this week's guest renter, which is Rita Parks. Of course, you can catch her on uh, social media. If you want to give out your social media to people, you can do that. Yes, you can catch me on social media at Karita C. Parks. That is where I drop most of my content. You can also follow at Double Take Sports. That's at DBL Take Sports across all social media. So support, support. Yes, yes, definitely support. Uh, we're gonna go uh, to a quick break. Uh, gotta take, gotta go get some water after that scorching hot uh, rant, <laughs> and we'll be right back with uh, Florida Times Union's uh, John Reed. You're listening to Touring the AFC South with your host Mike Patton. Going through some things and not quite sure who to turn to. Well, let me tell you about Peace of Mind Counseling and Life Coaching. They offer services ranging from mental health counseling, parenting classes, life coaching services, therapy, alcohol and drug assessments, and so much more. And all the services are monitored by licensed supervisors. Also, they're currently offering free consultations for counseling or life coaching. All you need to do to get started is reach out to them online at www.peacemindclc.com or give them a call at 615-930-1230 to get started. Again, you can reach out to them online at www.peacemindclc.com or give them a call at 615-930-1230. So if you feel you need to talk to someone or know someone that needs to talk to someone, 
Take the time to reach out to Peace of Mind Counseling and Life Coaching, where the motto is, it costs you your peace of mind, then it is too expensive. Welcome back to Touring the AFC South. I'm your host, Mike Patton. And, of course, the coaching carousel has stopped in a few places. But one place it has not stopped spinning is Jacksonville, unfortunately. (laughs) Now, to make some sense of the whole coaching search down there and the whole situation that's going on down there, I figured I'd uh, bring up my good friend, John Reed, Florida Time Union's uh, Jags beat reporter. How you doing, man? (laughs) <laughs> man, I'm doing good, but boy, I don't know if I'm covering a circus or, or what's going on with this coaching search, man. Never never had anything like this before in my career. <laughs> <laughs> so can I, I just want to ask, how many coaches have they actually interviewed so far? Twelve. Twelve. With, the, wow. with uh, Doug Peterson getting the second interview today, that makes twelve. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So Doug Peterson is in the mix now. Yeah. He was the first guy they interviewed on the 28th of December. Mm-hmm. My sources, they had little or no contact from the first interview until now. Goodness so gracious. Basically, we've had a search where it's basically started, restarted. And who knows, man? I mean, <laughs> it, it might be another restart. Oh, my goodness. Now, of course, let's talk about the name that everybody's talking about yep. with this job. Yep. That'd be Byron Leftwich. Of course, everyone thought he had the job. There was reports he got the job, and then all of a sudden things just fell apart. Of course, he doesn't want to work with Trent Baalke. That's been known out there. He wants to bring in his own GM, which is Adrian Wilson from – uh, the, the Cardinals organization. Um, can you explain to me where this came from and where all this kind of, kind of, you know, kind of just put the pieces a little bit more together for those that aren't aware? Well, you have to understand the search. I mean, the search is, is that Trent Bulky is part, part of the, uh, of their people who, who's, who evaluating who's going to be hired. And you have a, owner, which is Shad Khan, his son, Tony Khan, and then you have Trent Bulky. And what makes this search different, because I've heard through the grapevine, they're asking these candidates, can you work with, with Trent? <laughs> and uh, Byron was asked that question, and out of none of these guys on the list, you know, whether it come out or not, I know from sources that Nathaniel Hackett, other than Byron, was the only other candidate who said point blank in front of Trent Bulky that he couldn't work with him. You know, he couldn't, it wouldn't be a good fit. Mm-hmm. So Leftwich pretty much said the same thing. No slight to Trent Bulky, but when you're talking about trying to change a, 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 a franchise who's four and 29 over two years, basically he insinuated to them that he would like to have his own guy to come in, Adrian Wilson, to come in and try to help construct this roster a little better. Mm-hmm. We just have a situation, man. To be honest, 
Trent Baalke is not liked around the league. I mean, all the things that happened in San Francisco, the all of Harbaugh and all that controversy and undercutting and power struggles and sending out, you know, different types of leaks and all that to undercut and undermine. That stuff doesn't leave, man. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, when you in a situation in the NFL, a coach, the coaches are just like a club. And that, when that word spread around that you can't be, tr- you can't trust them. And just because it's happened in 216, it doesn't, it's not going to go away just because his address changed. Right. And, and 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 this is a thing that's circulating from all these candidates, you know, that you don't want to take a job, especially you don't want to take a job where you feel like everybody is not aligned. I don't trust somebody in the in, in the facility. And you have a guy like Byron Leftwich. Byron don't have a timetable. He's 42 years old. He don't have a timetable when he has to be a head coach. You know, he could go back to Tampa and 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 go into the next cycle next year, or he could. Who knows what may happen in Tampa? He he could land the job eventually, and in, it probably wouldn't be a long wait. So you got a Jacksonville franchise who, you know, oh yeah, he's only been a coach for five years. You know, he he's got to take this job. You know, that's the way things have gone in this in this in this franchise. Doug Marone didn't have any options. Okay, you high, you elevating him from interim coach to head coach, so he's not. You know, he he, he he's going to take everything that you have in this job because this is his last opportunity after what happened in Buffalo. You got a guy like Gus Bradley who they had before. First time head coach, and they dictated terms. You know, they dictated terms that in order for you to come in, you got to work with Dave Caldwell. And Byron stood up for himself. You know, he's, he, I mean, and I commend him to be honest, because if it, if he feels that it's not going to work in the situation that he feels he can be successful, you got to have a major roster reconstruction for this franchise to, to even get to be in a competitive situation in the AFC South. So you got to have major decisions. I mean, you can have the best coach in the world. You can't win in this league if you don't have the talent. And I know know that quarterback, you know, everybody around the country say, you know, that that Trevor Lawrence is great, but he's not a miracle worker. And you watch the playoffs, you can see how far, you know, immediately what I see from the playoffs is just how far that this Jaguars franchise is from just competing, having a winning record, not talking about playoffs. You know, Cincinnati, a lot of people in Jacksonville compare where it can happen in Cincinnati, it can happen in Jacksonville. But Cincinnati had a plan, you know. They knew how to put pieces around that borough and and, and facilitate it by putting speed on the field at the wideout positions. This franchise... I mean, you look, <laughs> just, you know, you you go with a plan, you change the plan. You go with a plan, you change the plan. And I'll say this. I mean, as bad as the situation happened here this year with Urban Meyer 
distraction here, video here, you know, the number one pick second year in a row, three three wins, one one in fifteen a year before. Well, Trent Bulky was a part of all that. So if you <laughs> if, if you're going forward, you shouldn't have the if any franchise had to have a clean house, it has it should be this one. You don't want to carry over anything from that from from what happened over these last two years into a new chapter. Right. And, and we have an owner who just don't know how to build a, a, a franchise into a winning one, you know, from the business side, he's, he's a great owner, but from continuity, from hiring the right person, from, from having somebody with some football knowledge and football sense, that's part of this search with experience at it is not here. It's, it's Trent bulky, Tony Khan, his son and him. And the owner. Mm. Not good. Not good. Um, I did have a question for you as well. Uh, a few things I wanted to address. Uh, there's been a rumor out there that that Balky is spreading things to prevent Byron Leftwich from becoming a, a head coach. Is there any confirmation on any of that information? We'll never know confirmation on that. But I would say this. I mean, I think he's cutthroat. And I'm going to say this on the record. You know, I have to deal with them. I have to deal with them. It doesn't matter to me. But when you're dealing with a situation like this, nine times out of ten, the reputation of what his reputation is, is the truth. You know, you don't you don't you don't have this many people as candidates say I can't work for him with a job that's only one out of thirty two. So. He the problem with this whole search, Mike, is that he wants control of the rock. He wants to be a GM. He wants to be the guy that puts that have final say so in roster decisions and carry out his job. The coaches feel that from his track record and from the track record of this franchise right now, after two years. He's not that type of he, – he's not the person they want to work with. And I feel that Trent Bulky is a guy that when you got a power – basically, they, 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 this is a, a wrestle – like they're wrestling for power, you know. Byron Leftwich, I don't think Trent Bulky would want to work for, for Byron just from the fact that Byron said in that interview – I'd rather have my own guy be the GM. The problem is, is convincing this owner that you got to do something with with with, with bulky. This, this has been a it's been detrimental in their search to find. They're literally trying to find somebody willing to work alongside Trent. And you should not have a search. You, you should never have a search where a GM is bigger than the short-term, long-term priorities of your franchise. Yikes. And he's, Yikes. Been, he's been a detriment to that. And you can't, if you going forward and you're trying to build your franchise into a winner, 
you can't have somebody that there's that much of a detriment if the if the if the if the if the shoe fit it fits right it's too right. many people saying the same thing as your question who has he said well i i've i've seen former players from the jaguars and they would probably be more privileged than me said that yeah he's circumventing he's he's whatever he's doing he's trying to not have brian leftridge be the guy be the head coach got you got you ah oh, boy that's a it sounds like a real nasty situation so outside of leftwich who do you think is the candidate that they could potentially be leaning towards because you know i heard vic fangio i've heard hackett of course he got hired in denver and now you've told me doug peterson as well so what you know do is there any kind of thoughts on who could be the head coach there well you got to understand hey this circuit started <laughs> over okay you had Everfloss. He gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you had Nathaniel Hackett, mm -hmm. who was a finalist, and he's gone. So, and both those guys were the three finalists. But it was Leftwich, Eva Floss, and Hackett, mm -hmm. and they both gone. So they 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 restarted. Basically, they restarted the search. At this point, right now, I would say Doug Peterson could be that I, I think he's moved up to the spot that if he can you know that's when you when you you're talking about Spielman now coming from the Vikings and having mm -hmm. an arrangement that speculated now that he would be like the VP of football operations and he basically would be Trent Bulky's boss now the way it now where it looks you know if we go back is really no different from the request that left with provide it is it's just it's just that doug you know and they i think now after you go 40 it's been 47 days since they fired urban meyer so it's getting to the point now you know i'm about to go to the senior bowl tomorrow there's no coach that there's no, they don't have a head coach to evaluate you know prospects right right so it's of urgence to try to come up with something. My opinion is this. I don't think the owner of Jacksonville like to pay people if they're not working, meaning if he fires Trent Balky, then what's left on his contract, whether he works in Jacksonville or not, he still has to he's responsible for that contract. So that's another issue. <laughs> but I would bring I would think that Doug Peterson, second interview today, the the the, the speculation that Spielman is, is is now into play. They have no relationship between Peterson and Spielman, but it's just the fact that it's just out of nowhere. You know, I've even heard speculation that that I think even the NFL Network said that they've been in conversation with Spielman for weeks. Well, I don't believe that because he just a couple of weeks ago he was minnesota's uh, gm and he obviously lost his job but uh, unless that's tampering i don't think they've been speaking to each other for weeks but i right. think as a compromise to address what the situation is is that bulky is an issue 
how can we still keep him in this franchise but be in a position that the head coach we hire would feel comfortable with the arrangement. I think they've come to the point now, a realization that in order for us for hire, in order for us to make a hire, we have to address this bulky situation. And they may address it with Spielman being like the um, head of football operations. But man, this thing is just so fluid. <laughs> You know, you, you know, Brian Leftwich was the. I mean, they had even went to contract talks. You know, that just how, wow. that just how serious it was like five days ago, and it mm. just so fluctuated now that you know I heard Jim Caldwell have is still in the mix. In what way I don't yeah. know. So, <laughs> I'm I'm shocked to hear that one. Yeah. Well, anything can happen in this situation man it's fluid i don't think that the jaguars have any idea at this point when they're gonna hire make a hire who they got in mind (laughs) as a front runner (laughs) and i think they've they're looking for somebody that can have an agreement that i can work with trent bulky and that's not that's not the way you run a search yeah um also, I wanted to ask you as well, you know, is there any possibility that they come back to Byron Leftwich at all? Well, he's still in the mix. Now, sources tell me even today, as of as late as today, he's still in the mix. He, he, he's, he's still a candidate. He's still in the mix. I wouldn't classify him as being a front runner or anything like that. But he is among the top four people that they're still considering now will they go back to byron leftwich and say um because they haven't even made a request to interview adrian wilson with the with the mm-hmm. Cardinals. so i don't see that as a possibility if it doesn't work out with doug peterson then maybe they could go back to byron and say how would you feel about this arrangement that we would have Spielman, we have a VP of football operations. It may not, it's not your guy, but you won't have to work directly under Trent Bulky, you know, which could be in play, you know. And and I'll tell you this, from fan perspective, they won't leverage, you know, if any fan, Jacksonville fan, would want left, which they even some fans say the way the Jaguars are treating him, he'd probably be better off just finding another team to be a head coach for the way he's been, the way this whole situation has been handled. You know, the thing is, Mike, mm-hmm. when, when you have a, fr- a franchise that's not transparent and then you hear things out of, out of the blue, it maybe be leaked from to the NFL network or a Schefter with ESPN. It's like you, this franchise is trying to put out fires, trying to, you know, cut, cut, they, they still in damage control. And when you worried about public perceptions, you worried about like, um, you know, Byron left with your guy, only been a coach for five years, but coming in 
asking for this and that, and and, and that's becoming a, a issue when you one in fifteen and three and fourteen over the last two seasons, and you put all this peripheral stuff into a coaching search. When the bottom line is, you got to get yourself, you got to get this franchise on track. And when I have an issue, when you put all this sidetrack stuff and it comes ahead of just get the best guy, get the best guy for the job. You know, that's the bottom line. It ain't about favors. It's not about this. Get the best qualified guy that fit what you need for your franchise to turn it around. And you got a franchise here that's like a, it's, it's dysfunctional. It was a dysfunctional season and a dysfunctional search. You, you interviewed 11, 12 guys and you're making requests like the, the Rams offensive coordinator. If you had any interest in them, then you would have put that request in during the two week window for the final two weeks of the regular season. And then right. out, of, out of nowhere, he's a he he's a candidate that you want to speak to, but you fumbled a ball in December, and now you can't talk to him for two weeks. That is probably the best example of how this search has been. It just it's been one nightmare. Out of, this is a the disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it any anymore. I've never seen a search run like this one. You know. Because I don't want to be long-winded, but I'll tell you this. Knowing searches in the NBA that I covered, you start to search after, immediately after they fired Urban Meyer. They should have set the course, gathered as a group, say, put 10 things that you're looking for that needs to be fixed in this organization. Then get about a, a, a list of eight, nine people. Cut the list down to about six start the interview process if if the if the person that's out of that six fit the six or eight things that you know you need for this organization you got your guy but here <laughs> they could change tomorrow it, it'll be somebody else <laughs> it's just it's just a it's just a search that's gone out of there's no rhyme and reason it's dysfunctional and they have no clue what they're looking for because the search has not been it, it has not been handled right. Now, okay, it's we're February. It's, it's it's beginning of February, right? If you had to put your finger on it, when do you think they hire a new head coach? I don't think that. to me they may not hire a coach till after the Super Bowl. Wow. <laughs> they might wait for the Rams offensive coordinator because I heard they interested in the McConnell. They, 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 they got a serious interest and they may not pull, they, they may not put that, pull that switch until they, they speak to him, whether he be uh, a top candidate or not. You know, mm -hmm. I, I just feel at this point, you know, if you wanted Doug Peterson at this point, you, he was the first guy you interviewed, on December the 28th, <laughs> you would have made that move. Byron Leftwich, if you're working on a contract and then all of a sudden it's pulled, well, we, we gotta we gotta open up the search again, then 
you know what I'm saying, man. It's just it it, it it's yeah. just like you don't they don't have a clue how and who's to say Byron has has lost interest. I mean, who right. say that could happen that we can go back to Byron and he said, No, nah, I I I'll pass. I I'll just go back to Tampa and be the offense coordinator and wait for my opportunity to come again. Or or he or he could go to New Orleans because they did request an interview with him. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and 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 he's going to have opportunity now. He's going to have opportunity next year, and he, <laughs> I'm hearing things like, "Well, you know, a guy with only five years as a as assistant shouldn't shouldn't dictate terms." Like, come oh, on, okay. So as soon as he goes one in fifteen, or uh, 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 have a losing situation in Jacksonville, and all the blame going to be placed on Leftwich. So you sometimes you have to look out on is this a good situation for me or it's not a situ- good situation for me. And if it's not a good situation for me, this is what I want in order for me to take this job. And that's basically, I mean, who can fault them for that? I mean, you can't. I mean, this is not like you going to coach the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Rams or even the Titans, <laughs> you know, you, you have to have some, some concessions to just put yourself in a winning situation. There's a reason why the Jaguars have had 10 losing seasons in 11 years. And it ain't all about what's happened on the field. It's about right. the structure. It's about the, the you, you know, you can't win without not having type of, harmony in the in the building you know you can't have one guy calling the shots and then another guy pulling another guy down you got to get all that out the building man and that's that's the detriment of why this franchise and it's a reflection of this uh, of, of this search it's too much mm-hmm. power control and and you know i want this here or or the gm don't get along with this guy and you got candidates around here scared not scared but just not don't find this job attractive because of the potential of a guy like trent bulky can undercut him you know the stuff in san francisco is real you know i mean you know leaks went out you know and he's perceived around the league as not being a cooperative guy and just not being a guy willing to work and a G, who who want a GM who wants to focus, but when the problems come, it's somebody else's fault. You know. Oh no. That's, that's not want that. what make, right. That you don't want that. <laughs> right. Right. Um. Well, I do have one other question for you, and it was uh, thrown out by a viewer, uh, and a and a listener, as well. Why is Khan so dedicated to Trent Baalke? Can anybody answer that question? No. (laughs) (laughs) Man, there's a Twitter that there's actually former players from the Jaguars are asking that question on Twitter. (laughs) You know, like, what did he do? Did he? (laughs) <laughs> you know what does he have on the on the ownership of the Jaguars, and and to me I, I have no clue. I have no clue of now. I can tell you what sources said. Sources told me that you know 
they feel that Trent Bulky has not had an opportunity to run basketball football operations alone, like 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 putting his own stamp on the situation. He came in. Do they really want that? Huh? Said, so do they really want that? No. Well, I mean, it, most franchises wouldn't want that. I, I say this. If Trent Bulky right now, I put say this on the record. If Trent Bulky was available, meaning that if how many teams you think would knock on his door to even try to interview him? I say zero. Yeah, Brown's a hero. Because <laughs> if you if you look at the situation when he left San Francisco, he left San Francisco in two two sixteen. From two sixteen to two nineteen, he didn't get a job offer. The only one that offered him a job, I think he worked for the NFL, but no team offered him a job as a GM, scout, anything until the Jaguars knocked on his door to be director of player personnel. That tells Good you a lot. You. <laughs> uh, but Well, man, that's all I got for you, man. I mean, you know, I was wondering what was going on with the whole coaching situation. I knew something with Trent Baalke had to be involved in it. And uh, you definitely answered a lot of questions that I had about what's going on down there. And uh, God bless you for uh, keeping up with this this coaching search. And uh, hopefully one of these days they'll decide on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Just think that you, you the team you got in Tennessee is not run like the, the one in Jacksonville. I, I say that for any fan, any organization, this is not the way an organization should be run. And I say that on record. They got to get it together, man. You can't, you can't be uh, um, a franchise where it's like a reality show. You, you, you have no, you, you have no direction, and you don't know what direction going to go from Monday through Friday. That's not a, that's not the way you run a franchise. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, thank you for coming on uh, to, you know, giving us some insight to what's going on down there because plenty of people want to know. What is going on down there with that coaching search? Can you tell everybody where they can find you and what are you working on? <laughs> no problem. I'm working at all my stuff going Jacksonville.com under that Jaguar section. And my Twitter is um, John Reed 64. I'm about to head out here to the senior bowl, try to see if I can find anyone from the Jaguars. I don't think they have any representatives out there to this thing other than scouts that exist. Well, scouts, you know, I don't well, think Trent Balky, anybody like that. So I think well, we, we, we're still in the search, trying to mm -hmm. see where this um, situation is going before they make a hire. Well, I did read a, a rumor out there that he was looking for an assistant GM there so he could be on the field more. So yeah, I don't well, know how true that is. Well, anything goes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> even if he was to get fired i mean I, I i would not be shocked at that i mean i, I i'm i'm to the point that i i will literally at this point have no clue who they're gonna hire even if trent bulky stays the goals nobody we all speculating but we have no clue how the how this thing is going to play out you know, he could end up being a scout. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, I'll say this. Uh, you know, y'all get y'all a little board and a pool together and put money in it on who's going to be the coach, man. Somebody going to win something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm sure Vegas got some odds and, and numbers out right now. <laughs> they need to. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, for everybody, this uh, Florida Times Union's uh, Jag, Jags beat reporter, John Reed. You've been watching and listening to Torn ASC South with your host, Mike Patton. We're out.